sit there. Hi. Welcome to a new episode of Watch It Out with Jay and MJ. I'm like back in that mode where I completely fuck these up. I'm Jay. I'm MJ. Um, it's our last episode of season two, people. <gasps> so how long of a break are we taking? Um, we're taking four weeks, you guys. Here's the thing. Um, <laughs> mostly because uh, last year, last year being season for season one, we really didn't start until May. So we really had half that year. This yeah. year, we've gone like pretty straight through without many breaks. We took, a couple, we took a break over Thanksgiving. I don't know if we took any breaks during the year, if I'm being correct. I think we took one break when you went on vacation. Yeah. Um, so like, we're taking four weeks. So... Everybody, enjoy this episode. Um, this will be our last full-length episode of the year. Correct. Now, we will be wetting your whistle with some hot-off-the-binges while we're out, just to, you know, give you some joy over the holidays. Yeah, while you're at home, kind of sitting around with some family, give you some some shows you should be watching. Yes, exactly. Something you could binge. Oh, that's a good Look at you. Oh, look at me. Look at you. Look at you. Oh. Um, so today, um, we are no donut saga today. It was no. perfect. It was a perfect run. Um, <laughs> today I was excited about it. Um, we're going to discuss um I've already forgot, I forgot everything. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna discuss the challenge. <laughs> look, okay, I'll yes. give the rundown today. Yes, please. The challenge. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be looking at possibly Ted Lasso's little five minute Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. And the new Spider-Man movie released this week. With no spoilers. No spoilers. Just an overview. Just an overview because I have seen it. Jay has not. And um, the show that we will be reviewing today is Netflix original Pretty Smart. So, first, I have a bone to pick. Because last week, I mentioned something about Jim and the Holograms. Oh my god. um, You're still on this MJ tried to take some kind of... you know, feel some type of way when I sent him songs from Jim and the Holograms. And there are 187 Jim and the Holograms songs, all originally written and sang by the same person. Um, I don't know if they're written by her or not. I know they were sang by the same person. True. But Jim is a, was a really cool 80s cartoon, you guys. It was pretty fucking amazing. And um, it we had this conversation about Disney villains before, about how Disney villains back in the early days were like willing to literally commit murder mm-hmm. to get what they want. And the Misfits and Jim were like, we've got to figure out a way to rig Jerrica's car so her brakes go out so she goes over a cliff so the Jim and the Holograms can't sing anymore. It's like, wow, this is an elaborate plan to kill somebody. So I just have to say that if you YouTube Jim and the Holograms, not the movie, the cartoon from the 80s, it was pretty cool. So let me say something here. Yeah. Um, and we've had this conversation off mic. I never watched this show because I don't know. You said you, you requested the Netflix DVDs of it back way when back, they, way back in the day. Yeah, but the original show stopped airing in 80, 88. 88. It was eighty eight or eighty six. It was like eighty five to eighty eight. Yes, which is again, I literally was born in nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, it was before I was born. Yeah, so I, I never would have known this show existed. I don't think it's that big out there, honestly. I think so. I think gays know what it is because it's kind of like Jim and the holograms. I mean, she's she's got. Pink hair, she's a rock star. <laughs> like, what is there not to Living like? Living your her? best life. Um, but whatever. So, first off, uh, we're gonna discuss the challenge. Now, I know that I've been, I've had this whole roundabout, like, weird relationship with the challenge, where I'm like, ugh, the challenge is redundant. I don't want to watch it again. Blah 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 blah. But you keep, and then I back. fell in. I fell back in because I was like, ooh, look at CT and his, it is dad bod. And then <laughs> I watched another one, and then this season I was like, I am not watching it again. I decided I was like, I'm not watching it again. It got eight episodes in and then I got bored one day and, and 
got sucked back into it. So if you have not seen the finale of the challenge, which just aired a couple of days ago, please turn off because it's a spoiler heavy. Um, so last year, CT won. So let me ask, these are all still the same people who are like 20 seasons in. Actually, this season, they changed it up. Uh-huh. Because actually, CT, this was his 19th season this year. God damn. But some of them are like, it's season six, season three. But this year, what they did was they brought in, um, and they do this from time to time. Like mm-hmm. this time they brought in, um, they had this, it was called Spies, Lies, and Allies. They, they, they've, been, they've been on this weird spy kick for like the past two, three okay. seasons. Um, so this year they brought in people from different TV shows, different TV shows, in different countries. So like, oh, it's not just like reality shows from America. No, but they're probably oh. all, they're, I mean, it's, most of them are CBS stuff. So all yeah. of its own, but like they had a girl who was from Love Island, Sweden. They had mm. a girl who was from, they had a girl and a guy who were from Survivor Romania. Um, so they had, they had, I want to say they had all these, um, international people come in and people from survivor uh nigeria and like maybe love island nigeria i'm not sure but they had a couple people from nigeria it I mean, to me it was a very it was the first time i feel like they've had like a really 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 super diverse cast and i mean i mean diverse as in different different nationalities different different ethnicities okay. you know and so that was i think half the people were veterans who've been on the show before and the other half were people who were rookies who never been on the show before did they break them up that way or was it teams are random no but that's that's kind of why i get a, that's why i watched the first episode and that's kind of why i stopped because the past couple of seasons they've done this thing where they're like the main you do daily challenges okay and at the end of the day um at the end of the challenge the group for some whatever the rules are that, that season somebody either a girl or a guy goes into the elimination yeah, two two girls or two guys, depending on what day it is. Okay, and those people, you know, battle, and they whoever loses has to go home. The past couple of seasons, what they've done is because the, the goal's always been not to be an elimination. So the past couple of seasons, what they've done is they've said, in order for you to even do the final, in order for you to even be in the final episode, you have to come down to the elimination and win. Oh, so that was really interesting. I think that's why I watched the last two because I was like, oh, this is interesting because. They usually spend a lot of time trying to avoid it and have to go in. Exactly. And there's only so many times you can, so much time you have to go in because if you get to the end and you don't have you don't have a a, a gold skull from winning an elimination, you're out. Like you're out of the game. Okay. So um, this year though, what they did is like they didn't do it that this year, and they paired everybody up. So it was pairs, which mm-hmm. they've done a couple times, and it was like immediately they were like the vets were like, we have to get all the rookies. You have to earn your stripes or some bullshit. Like that's what they do. So they say so they all team up and vote in all the rookie people. And I'm like, oh, now we're back to the same. That seems bullshit. a little stupid. Yeah, now we're back to the same bullshit we've done every year. And that's why I stopped watching it because I was like, this is boring. I'm sick of them doing that. And to be fair, if you're to be fair, I, I guess a little bit. If I was I was a rookie coming in this show, I'd watch the show. Yeah, and be like, oh, they're gonna come after us. So when I get there, we have to get all the rookies together and say, look, we can't we can't let them, you know, do that. But the thing is, it's like for this, some of the rookies were paired with vets and some of them weren't. So it really muddied the waters of trying to do that. Yeah. because It's like, am I screwing my partner? Am I not? You know, how am I? You know, it was a whole thing. So I get it to a point, but it was just kind of like, eh. but um, as I said, like last season, I got back into it just randomly because I was like, I did CCT and he was like, I'm back in my fighting weight because he's been dad bob for the past two seasons. And this year he was like, I had to slim down. 
He is peak form CT. Oh, did he slim down? Oh, I didn't yeah. look at him this season. Oh yeah, he is he is peak form CT. Honestly. All right, I'm, I'm googling this real quick. Um, but all that to say, um, because there are people that I, I mean, on dramas, honestly, part is the reason to kind of watch it because they did, they did do the uh, what they did was they did the challenges as teammates too. Okay. Right. Yeah. So what they would do, oh, so this is what they did. So the big twist this year was like they will vote a pair mm-hmm. into the layers, what they call it this year. Oh, they'll vote a pair, a girl, a girl guy pair. And then that girl guy pair uh, will be voted in. And then whoever won the, the daily challenge then picks another pair to go against them. Mm. And then whichever pair wins stays, the other pair goes home. And then what happens is those that pair that wins, the girl and the guy, they get to decide if they want to stay as a pair or if they want to steal anybody else's partner. What? Which was a nifty little twist. It, 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 to, to, well, I mean, you're on like, what, the 30th season of the challenge? You've got yeah. to sit there and figure something new. I mean, it was a pretty cool. I was like, this is a pretty cool twist because you could really change it kind of whatever. Because at that point, I was like, nobody, the rookies didn't really know they were targeting them. Yeah. So like, well, I'll stay as a partner. I'm like, no, pick a vet so you can save yourself. And then that kind of started to happen. People were like, oh. And then midway through the season, instead of them doing pairs, they grouped everybody into cells. So it was like a cell of six okay. people each. And you won, you know, like you won in your cell. Like you won as a team, not as a duo. Yeah. So he did that for the last part of the game. And then at the end, they had the final elimination and someone went home and then he was like, we're not done yet. We're having one more elimination and one more, one more girl elimination and one more guy elimination right now. And they had to vote somebody in. Oh shit! And then that person came down, chose who they wanted to go against as well. So they eliminated one more guy, one more girl right off the bat, and then they took them all to the final, which was okay. fun. And then in the final, obviously, spoiler alert, twist of the final was that they, uh, I think it was individual at first, and then they, um, made themselves okay, and then the cell that came in last place, the two girls and two guys, because it was eight people, four guys, four girls. The cell that came in last place over like the first like half of the of the thing had to compete against each other in, in elimination right in the middle of like they've been running up mm. hills and mountains and yeah. doing puzzles for like a day and a half and like you have to we're stopping right now you have to do an elimination challenge right now against your own cell and the two girls that did it were Casey who won Big Brother like three years ago who I don't really like I find her to be fake in my okay. opinion and Nani and they had gotten together this season like they had started like dating. Oh, so they had to like take each other out or whatever. And then the other two guys. And then what they did after that, the, the guy and the girl that won got to choose a partner out of the remaining cell. And they broke up into duos. And of course, Casey chose CT because why wouldn't you choose fucking CT? Yeah. And I was like, fuck, she's got to fucking win because I didn't want her to win. I just I just thought I just found her to be very fake. I don't know. Um, and um, so, yeah. So basically, long story short, big long story. Um, CT won first repeat. I don't know if it's mm. a, I don't know if it's a challenge history or not, but it was his fifth win, yeah, over nineteen seasons, and he won back to back. This seems very convoluted. I, I it's how kind many of, times they had to reform and join cells, and it, it seems a lot. They only really did that twice. Like they, it, it was duos for most of the game, and then once they got halfway done, I think they had eighteen people left, which is just nine girls, nine guys. They did cells three three cells of six people. Okay. So, so I get so, but but they have to now because to, to me it, it's like it could get very uh, very redundant, very 
very annoying very quickly. I am happy that CT won because I, I, no matter what, CT is just really straightforward to me in, in there. He does because he doesn't cause a lot of drama. Yeah, he comes in, he does his thing, and he's like, "I'm here to win," and I have a baby at home. So, so the challenge is his job. I mean, he's had 19 seasons. Yeah, so the, so pretty much the challenge is his job. A lot of them, a lot of them are, are like that, but yeah. So, but that's where I'm kind of like, I'm gonna think about it, and the next year I'm gonna be like, oh, I don't want to watch this again because, like, it's gonna be they're just gonna pick off, and it's gonna be really annoying, and I'm, uh, but who knows, whatever. But it's fine, and they did get a choice to share some of the money, and they did, which was oh, which that's was cool. nice. But the thing about that is like, the the big, the, I will say this is interesting about, about the challenge. This is interesting about it. It's like because a lot of them are repeat people. Yeah, your decisions you make. You could have made this decision two childhoods ago, and then you come back, and this person's like, I remember two years ago when you took all, you had a choice to give us all money, and you took all the money. I remember that. Fuck you. I'm coming after you first. So you're, so not only do your decisions from that you make within your season carry you throughout the season, yeah. they carry on. I can see that. So when you come back, people remember that shit. So for me, it was also kind of, it was kind of like, gameplay for future games for mm-hmm. ct because ct is obviously a beast and it's like people are going to be like oh let's go after ct but it's going to be like but you know what happened last time he won he shared that money i think that'd be nice to have because at least you know that if he did win and they got that choice again you know that he would share it yeah what do i do do i not want to go against him or do i want to rather go against him and you know you know so that that that, that decision is going to carry man. yeah so which is which i do think is kind of cool in a way because you know whatever but you know sorry i took up like 13 minutes talking about that no is i mean you're you seem very like enthusiastic about this conversation i know which is really stupid so for, for a show you didn't want to watch exactly you i never would i never want to watch it i never want to watch it but Super. i always end up doing it i hate this show I was but out, here's all the great parts i was out for like five years of that show to be honest oh, God. um but uh oh so ted lasso put out a cute little is it called animation what is the animation claymation so it's claymation but it's yes. also stop motion is how yes. they make it like the old school, like Rudolph the Red Nosed Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. What's in your Coke? Is there a little rum? Cocaine. I'm kidding. Oh. Oh, I wouldn't know where to get that. <laughs> cocaine scares me. <laughs> As it should. I mean, cocaine doesn't scare heroin scares me. I don't know where I would find it, but you know, it just seems really elaborate like, with that spoon and the lighter. Oh my God. Like freebasing seems like a very technical thing. And I'm like, how do people freebase while they're high? I feel like I would burn myself. How did we get to this point in the conversation? I don't know. All right. Ted Lasso. So yes. claymation, stop motion animation. Yes. Short five minute film. Yeah. Talking about Christmas and giving like like a, like a super sweet Christmas little little I don't know message. yeah message. yes message it was uh, cute so did you like you watched it recently but did you catch the little nods to season two that they kind of played up no I'm gonna yeah like so the first time Nate comes on they're like oh Nate never change oh and then okay. and then after like Ted goes off to go um talk to his kid on FaceTime at the end and everybody's shining off. You hear um, Roy in the background going time for sexy Christmas. Oh. Like they do like little nods to season two. Yeah. It's cute. Yeah, that is cute. No, it was a, it was a cute little, like cute little five minute, like little stop, stop motion thing. If you're hankering for some Ted Lasso until they premiere again in next summer, I think it's next summer. I think it is, but it was, it was a clever little like Ted, obviously his mustache 
is his like calling card. Yeah, it's where's the mustache, basically. Yeah, so I mean, it's literally called the missing mustache, but like he comes out completely bald, nude on his face. And they're trying to find his mustache and help him make sure his son recognizes him for Christmas. Right. No, it's for me. I think this, I think this could be something that they could do like they could do a full fledged. I mean, not full. I don't know if I would do a full half an hour, maybe like a full, like maybe like a 10, 15 minute like thing they could do. I feel like they could do this every year and yeah. it could become like a cute little tradition. Oh, 100 percent. I mean, I could see them trying. I mean. Every show after a couple of seasons, they start trying to do the, oh, let's have a musical episode. Or I could see them doing an episode like this. Actually, do you know, um, Sacrilege, I know, but I'm actually going through my first round of watching Seinfeld. Okay. I haven't watched it myself either. Oh, really? Yeah. It's on Netflix. It's fine. I mean, um, I've seen episodes on TBS randomly just because it's on, yeah. but I've never like sat down and watched it. It's fine. I mean, it, it's, is it worth watching? Yeah, I think it's worth watching. You should watch it. Um, but they had an episode that I was like, this would have been a cool. I go, I, this should be the episode that caught on. Not this musical episode bullshit. Oh, uh, what was Buffy it? Buffy did the musical episode the best. You're welcome. Um, what the episode did was the episode like when it came on, mm-hmm. it was the end credits. Oh. They mementoed it. So they were like. It was, it was season nine, so it was so they they show like the end of the episode with the end credits, and then it would go back and be like three hours earlier, and it would show that up to, and then it would go, and then like a couple times they were like, I can't believe you just did that, and then it would go thirty seconds earlier, and then he would do something, and then it'll be like three hours late. So it was like, oh, that's cute. And then at the end, at the at the end of the episode, they were showing the beginning credits and stuff like that. So I was like, <laughs> this. Is something that should have caught on. Like this is yeah. actually pretty funny and pretty cool and pretty like smart. Why didn't this format catch on? But whatever, I have a whole different conversation. Yeah, but no, I I I like the Ted Lasso thing. I, I've been jonesing for a little bit of Ted Lasso. We talked about season two a little earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a long gap before the next one starts. So I'm happy we got a little something new, something fresh, just to wet the whistle. There is something about Ted Lasso. Now let me say because I. Obviously, like Roy Kent, you can get it. Um, Jamie depends, probably. But if there's something about Ted Lasso that I'll be like, you know what? A little Magnum PI action, kind of like it. I would, I would. I mean, I, I mean, I think I mean, you, it's, it's one hundred percent daddy. I think you asked me. I think you were like, don't you, do you think Jason Sudeikis is hot? I'm like, no, I don't. Like, not at all. Yeah. But Ted Lasso, for some reason, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he's, he's going to surprise the hoe. That's what I feel like. It's his permanent optimism. Like, it, something there is just going to surprise you. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, So let's do a quick little snippet about Spider-Man. No way home. He's hitchhiking. <laughs> All right. Wait, was that what the last one was called? No, that, oh, that's it was a, Homecoming. <laughs> it was yeah, well, like no, no, no. Spider-Man no, there's hitchhiking. Home, <laughs> there, homecoming was number one. Far From Home was number two, where they're in London. Mm-hmm. And this one's No Way Home. I mean, I don't know why I thought one was Spider-Man hitchhiking. <laughs> um, so I've seen it. You have not yet. No, I haven't. Do you plan to see it in theater? I mean, yeah. Okay. You're not going to wait till you can like buy it, rent it, have someone spoil it for buy you. Buy it what? Buy, buy, buy a the DVD? Digital copy. <laughs> buy a DVD? Who's no, bought, because who's it's... bought a DVD? No, it's a Sony know, entity, so you can't get a Disney Plus. Huh? It's not, none of the Spider-Man movies are on Disney Plus. So you think you'd be able to go out and buy an actual DVD, like an no, actual a digital DVD. copy? Okay. 
That way I can watch it on my phone, on my Apple TVs, on my iPads. I get it, but I, th- I thought that's what you were looting to. I thought you mm-hmm. was like, Jerry, go out there and buy, buy, buy a DVD. And I'm saying that, and I, I just bought like an actual like PS5 game disc because I, don't, I only want the disc. <laughs> I honestly prefer the disc. I prefer the disc, too. I don't want the digital can- copy. I'm like, what happens when some, when some fucks up and the digital copy is gone forever? Fuck you. What I want to know is, and this is just a random comment, why can we not get a bigger storage size Right off the bat. Why we got to add a freaking hard drive to the PlayStations? Because that's how they get their money. Because people could be playing them anyway. <sighs> okay, so give me a rundown, a rundown so, of... With this movie, I don't know where it sits. Like, I, like comparatively to, like, Loki and all the other movies and shows we're getting out, I don't know where this one is. Like, what's happened already compared... Who like, would? So, yeah, and that's where, like, Loki... you. For those of you for spoilers here, introduced the multiverse mm-hmm. and at the end of the show they kind of changed some things, which I would assume changes things in the regular universe. So there, there's a couple things I'm questioning. Like I think Loki might be like after all these movies are showing currently, but yeah, I don't know where it sits in the timeline currently. But I don't think we need to know. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out what else has happened. Like, has WandaVision happened? Has the Falcon and Winter Soldier happened? Like, what, what's going on? It has on? no bearing on whether I'm going to watch this or not. True. <laughs> um, but so I, I, I went in expecting decent. I've, I've liked Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Yeah. All the past ones. He's done really well, even in the Avengers movies. Yeah. When I bought my tickets. I'll agree. I was not expecting to see. So for Rotten Tomato score, it has gone up now. It is now. So the tomato score, the actual, like, people, the critics... Who go and watch this are giving this a 94% approval. Hmm. For audience people, the actual just general public, it had gone up from 97 when I bought my tickets. It is now at 99% approval. When people are stupid. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but to be fair, I feel I feel like I feel like uh if critics give it a high score, audiences are are giving it like a much, 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 much higher score. And if if they give it a low score, I feel like people are giving it much, much, much lower. I feel like there's always extreme with people. Yeah, but I mean, it's literally... I don't trust It's only a 5% difference in the scores. No, I'm just being weird. So I was not expecting. So I went in seeing that and I was like, oh, please, please don't be like putting like, you know, blowing smoke in my ass, like expecting more than what's going to I don't go in expecting anything. I'm like, I don't expect anything. I expect to be slightly, I expect to be... I expect to be at least entertained, and that's it. I'm not expecting it to be like you know cinematic gold. So to that point, Solid gold. <laughs> back to Jim. That's not Jim. That is Beyonce from Gold Member Austin Powers. Oh. you're welcome. It was gonna be Jim. Be glitter and gold. Well, to your point though, I was thoroughly impressed and enjoyed this movie i i understand why it's getting these ratings was your seat wet when you got up no i went pee and like about halfway through the movie so i, I got what i meant <laughs> i got what you meant but yes i thoroughly enjoyed this I, I i was surprised by how good this spider-man movie was and, and i know it's it's like a, this spider-man's starting to be like batman where there's just so many spider-man and different actors who have done it i I will i will say my my initial concern uh was is this going to be convoluted because it had the potential to be that do you know what i'm saying that's probably the main concern i would have had is is this going to is this going to confuse me is it going to be is this more fanfare than movie you know 
So um, that was my only real concern, and obviously I won't know until I see it. But just with the just with the rumors of the characters and blah 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 blah. Well, but blah, so blah, you, you've seen the previews where they're bringing past villains into the right, thing. and that was my thing. Is I'm like I'm like, is this gonna get like to be some weird convoluted mess because it it, it because they they have Spider Man, they don't just have Spider Man, they have they have Doctor Strange, and they have all these like it just seems it it's it's it, that was my only thing that i'm not sure about and obviously i'm not speaking i'm not saying like yeah i'm just saying that like that was my i was like hmm, i go if, if my thought was if this movie messes up it's gonna be because it's just too much shit in it so and then that that was me my one thing is this does i don't want to say it expects a little bit more from the audience but it, it assumes you've seen the other movies that these fine. villains have come from which is fun yeah yeah so it assumes that because there, there's things that are mentioned or, or things that are brought in that you're like oh yeah that was in this movie. Yeah, which I, which I, which I, I I get that. I assume anything in the Marvel universe that they're expecting that you have, you know, that you've got some background. Yeah. Um. But even with that, sometimes some of these movies can can get to, it. It can be it can be a lot. It's like this is you guys should just cut out this and this and this and this. It would have been you know good. Like sometimes they, they can go a little too much. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what Honestly, I mean? Honestly, you know I, I, you know I mean? I was afraid of that. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? I, I pick it up. Good, thank you. But I don't think they went there. I think they did just enough. Cool, that's good. That's awesome. Which, um, unpopular opinion, maybe I think Robin Pat. I think Robert Pattinson is going to be. I think he's going to surprise us with Batman. Honestly, uh, they showed a full like full Pre- preview yeah. that I hadn't seen before. I think he's going to surprise the shit. Out the of movie us. looks really good. I know. I think. I, I think I'm going to be surprised. I think I'm going to be pleasantly surprised. Sorry, that was a weird DC flick. No, and and again, it was it was the preview was before the Spider Man movie. Um, they even showed another Tom Holland preview for the uh, new Uncharted movie before, mm. which I don't, eh. look. I played Uncharted, yeah. And when I when I, I mean, and as much as I think as cute as I think Tom Holland is, because he's so cute, that's also the reason why I think he shouldn't fucking be Nathan Drake. He's too cute. He needs to be like, like a like. It's gonna sound so sexist, but I just don't think he's big enough. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's weird. He seems really young. Yeah, that's the word. That's, it's that's very young. Not big. He just seems. He seems to be like he looks. He because he looks like a seventeen or eighteen year old kid. I mean, maybe well, not. but also his co star in the movie is um, Marky Wal- or Mark Wahlberg, which I think Mark Wahlberg's supposed to be Sully. Yeah, he and is. Sully is supposed to be older than that. Yeah, so then Mark looks more like what I think Nathan Drake character would be age wise. Like he he gives me more of the Nathan Drake look. I think than I got Tom that too. I think, I think that's where I was like, hmm, but I don't have any alternatives to who I think that 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 should play that. But you know, um, whatever. I'll, I'll think about that actually. Maybe I'll yeah run that by you. But yes, yeah, so let me. So whenever you go see Spider Man, I need to have a conversation with you because something happened at our theater last night while watching it. That's gonna make you laugh. Okay, sure. No, it, it'll make you laugh. It'll okay, make you giggle. Sure. <laughs> Alright, yeah, stay tuned for this week's review. Alright, everybody, welcome back again this week. We are looking at Netflix original Pretty Smart, starring Emily well, Osment. Is it's kinda like the star. Like she's the draw of this to me. Is she? Okay. <laughs> Uh, you guys, Pretty Smart is basically a show about a self-proclaimed intellectual who is forced to move in with her carefree sister and her sister's lovably eccentric friends. So can we say, is this kind of a 
a throwback is Netflix trying to recreate the sitcoms of old, the laugh tracks, the 30-minute weekly episodes. Are, are they trying to go for that? Is that the feel you're getting in this show? I think a lot of shows are trying to do that. Okay. I think any show, well, I don't know. I, I, I think a lot of companies do that. I could be wrong. Mm. I could honestly be wrong, so I don't know. Yeah. I feel, like I've, I feel like I've seen shows recently that have done that, though. Maybe not. Again, I don't want to go through the circle of me being like, maybe, yes, maybe, yeah, no. fair maybe, enough. Yes, but you know. Um, but yeah, let's take a look at our um, casting characters. Yeah. So, as mentioned, Emily Osment uh, is one of the main characters. She plays Chelsea. Uh, for those of you who don't know Emily Osment, she is most famous for being Haley Joel Osment's sister. True. Um, and, and being on Hannah Montana. I was going to say, and then the Hannah Montana thing. Hey, calm down. Nobody watched Hannah Montana. I'm kidding. They um they did. well then she also did something similar to this uh young and hungry on netflix yeah like she loves to do like a weird like a sitcom, sitcom. yeah i don't know why that's her thing i mean she but, does good at them does she i, uh, I enjoy kidding, her comedy uh but yeah so chelsea's basically like this um she is super smart and you know college literary you know just like was it yale or princeton she went to i don't know one of those yeah um and she, I guess it's really basically it. She's just super, super fucking smart. And she's, she spent she, her life in a school. Like she's been a teacher. She's been doing research papers. Like she knows nothing but education. Right. Right. That was her. Main she has thing. no life. Yeah. She doesn't at all. Um, and then next we, we have, uh, Greg Sulkin who plays Grant, uh, Greg Sulkin. I know most from wizards of Waverly place, I believe. Mm hmm. I'm correct. That's the main thing I know him from. He was in that um, Christmas movie or new Christmas rendition of a Cinderella story on Netflix from like last year. Mm -hmm. So he's been in a couple things where he's just trying to get his name out there. Yeah. He's always been sexy. Super cute. Is he is he Scottish or is he English? Normally? I think he's British. British? Yes. Born in London, England. Um, but he plays one of the roommates that she that right. Emily Osment moves in with. He's the athletic, very like I don't want to say he's an influencer. I don't think he's on social media. No, no, no. Gr Greg is Greg is the uh, Greg is the dumb jock. Like he that, that yes, that's thank who you. He, he's the dumb jock. But he's, he uh, but he owns the gym he works at. I think, or is part owner or, or something. Yeah, I, I never figured that out actually. Yeah, that was a little I wasn't weird. Sure, how that was going on. Um, also, randomly, random tangent. Sorry. Um, remember how we were talking about? Um, I mentioned. Um, that the guy from um, Mighty Ducks who played the Hawks hockey coach, uh, was in the Descendants. Mm -hmm. Um, Thomas Doherty, Max from Gossip Girl. Oh yeah, was also in the Descendants. Really? Yeah, I had no idea. I know it's weird, isn't it? Okay. Sorry, that was. I mean, we were talking about Wizards where we Wizards of Waverly Place, and that popped in my hand. I was like, oh my god, because he was interesting yeah i know right so you're welcome uh <laughs> next we have olivia macklin who plays claire which is emily osmond's sister in the show yes she is the exact opposite of em emily's character she yeah. is in the popular girl she's very very ditzy ditzy but she's more of like a like a interpersonal expert like she understands people's feelings and gets and is like in tune with them more than emily is because she's not as an intellectual I find her to be kind of like a child. Like she's got the baby yes. voice and it's yeah. Well, everything she wants to do with her sister is like, let's make shirts and paint our names which in is, puffy which, letters. Which I and, get, which I get that because 
you know, they she goes she goes back to childhood with them, so I get it. Yeah. But I don't know. It's weird. Uh then we have Cynthia Carmona who plays Solana slash Allison. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Solana is she's the um she is the hippie of the group. I mean, was, I mean, hippie is the best word, but she has spiritualist. crystals. The spiritualist. That's a better word. Yeah. Uh, crystals. And she does massage. And she's like, uh, she does yoga. She's, she's always wearing athleisure. Like, yeah. always at athleisure. But looks good doing it. Yeah. Like, that's just, that's the kind of roommate that she is. And then we have Michael Hasu Rosen, who plays Jaden. So Jaden is the influencer of the group. Yes. He's the social media wizard. Yes. Um, he's also the the, the, the token gay roommate. Um, and uh, also, I don't know what his ethnicity is. In the show, they play it to be Asian because his mom's Asian. I think he is Asian. Looking at, looking at his, his uh, middle name, I think he's yeah. all right. But yeah, he is the gay social media. Like He is always live or always looking at his followers, stuff like that. Pushing like, a new brand deal, something. Yeah. yeah. So that's who I mean and those so those are really like the main main characters. Did you realize that um that um there was a guy that Claire dated, the black guy that Claire dated randomly? Did you realize it's the state farm guy? The new state yeah, farm guy? That's the like literally the time he came on the screen or the, on the screen, Emily just goes, Oh my god, State Farm. I didn't know that was him. I knew I was like, he looks so familiar. And then like maybe like a day later, I was like Oh, it's the State Farm guy. He's so cute. He does a great job in this show. No, he's so cute. Um, so those are like the main character. I mean, there's there's tons of others, but I think that's the, the, the main, roommates the really are the main characters. It. Yeah. Um. So the plot. So like we said, um, Emily Osmond's character moves in with her sister because she was moving out to California. Her mm-hmm. boyfriend at the time was going to move out with her, right? But ends up being. He they dumps break her, it up. Yeah. yeah, and then that's where she now lives with her sister instead of trying to find an apartment where, with her boyfriend who was going to be moving out. Right, because she everything was her boyfriend's like the like she you know all that all the money because she was basically a, she was basically working as like a student assistant or a student teacher. Yeah, she, she helped him with all of his research for his papers. Right, so she basically was I think she had graduated, but she was just kind of helping him with everything, but kind of living off of him in a mm-hmm. way. So she had no money, no place to live, whatever. When they broke up, so she just kind of like moved in as like a last resort yes um, once she got told they were breaking up because again she was looking for a house and she was getting ready yeah and then when he sent her box of stuff to her yeah and was like oh i'm sorry i can't be i'm not coming out there then that's where her sister claire said you know what let's have her live here yeah and, and that's kind of where i start to be like here's the thing like, <laughs> like you see my eyes I was, I, the flutter i just don't like i'm sorry but I this is I, I know it's a sitcom and I know I always say we're supposed to just dis, uh, have some kind of disbelief like suspend exactly the belief a little bit but I'm like you're telling me that they have a five bedroom house in California mm. with Claire working as essentially a waitress yes not essentially a waitress yes, she is um Solana basically doing massages and yoga on the side yes. But to be fair, I can later in the show, you, I can kind of understand why she might have a little bit of money. The influencer would have some money. Um, the influencer will have, will have some of his own money. Yeah. And then if Gray has enough money to kind of help run a gym, then I get that. So I'm like, why is she even who's paying for this? Like, I just don't understand it. Like, you're telling me you had, you had one extra room just lying around. 
Yeah. For a fifth fucking person. I know. It's a who's little. bringing in no income. It, it's a little hard to believe. Yeah. It's stupid. But regardless of that, they have that beautiful backyard with, with a shed. Like, I don't. With, a, with room enough for a shed in California. I'm out. I'm out. It, do you know how much that house would cost? That house was, like, that house was on a corner lot. Like, it was. Like, I, just, I just. I just. That house was probably every bit $5 million. Yeah. And I like it. How? And how? But okay. My question was I don't remember because I, I, we watched it a little bit ago. Were they subletting? Was it a client's house that someone was like? I don't know. Maybe if if that made, that that would make more sense to me. But, um, but yeah. So the, so so as we said, we'll go back. Sorry, I went on a little tangent there. Um, she um she moves in, and it's just basically like the the funny things that happen because Cl- Claire. Wait, what's Emily Osment's name? Um, Emily Osment's name is not Claire. Claire's her sister. She is Dorothy. Um, Chelsea. Dora. Chelsea. Chelsea. Because Chelsea. So most of the stuff comes when, when Chelsea's like, I'm smart and intellectual, and then someone does something stupid, and she's like, oh, no, laughter ensues. So um, so that's basically... Yeah, they, they, they take a, her out of her of comfort bubble. They they literally grow her as a person yeah. because she's never had these interactions and things like that. Uh, yeah, that's another part of her personality. Like, she's never really had, like, friends' friends. Like, she doesn't... Exactly. She's always been so, um, so wrapped up in school and so wrapped up in getting good grades and all that stuff that she's never really had friends per se yeah um so that is kind of the new thing with her um should we go into a quick spoiler territory i would say that everything else we're gonna talk about is gonna be spoilers let's go ahead and jump on in all right you guys look you know what here it's feeling a little bit like april it's like cloudy and it's rainy but it's not like super cold you know hoodie weather yeah backwards cap so let's put our backwards caps on. Let's grab our hoodies, our umbrellas. Let's get into spoiler territory. I feel like I've used the rain analogy quite a few times, but it's been rainy like a it lot. It has been. I feel like we are like the London of the US. Like always rainy, dreary. Yeah. yeah. It is like December showers bring what? Nothing. Muddy Januarys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so here we go. Um. So basically, as a spoiler, um, what is a spoiler? I was gonna say there's not like it's it's very much this is a sitcom. It is a week to week basis. There's not an yes. overarching like main plot. Right. The and it doesn't really start until about three episodes in. Yeah, where you start, where you start to really see a plot form, and basically that plot that kind of forms is this this love supposedly triangle. love triangle love interest because yeah. Claire and Grant used to date. Yes, but but Claire broke it off. Grant was like in love with her, mm-hmm. and Claire was like not nah, kid, which is stupid because look at him. And um, I mean, it's it's really fucking stupid because look at him. I mean, he might be stupid, but he's so sweet. He's he might be stupid, but he owns part of a gym. Like obviously, he's doing something right. Exactly. And look at him titties. Like I just can't. But then you come in, and Chelsea starts having a love interest in Grant. Where she doesn't tell him that she has an interest in right, him, right? Because Grant is like, "Hey, you're you're her sister. Can you help me figure out if she still has feelings for me?" Because he still loves Claire, right? So that's where where that part comes in. Do you notice that? I think in the first four or five episodes, I don't think even I don't even think he had a shirt on at all. It, like if he did, it was a tank top and it had his arm showing. Yeah, I was like, "Is he going to be shirtless in every fucking scene he's in?" Probably. Which I mean, not to say that. Not to well, say that. Are you complaining? Not to say that I'm complaining about it, but I'm like, at a certain point, I'm like, look, dude, I know you got a great body and all, but like, 
at some point, I need you to put something on. Yeah. For a hot second. It's hot out here. It's California. You sticky. Yeah. So whatever. Um, but so, so yeah, so that that's like that becomes the main kind of plot. Yeah, I mean, and the, but then you that lasts for like two episodes, and then you realize Claire doesn't have feelings for him. So then he goes after Chelsea because he realizes he has feelings for Chelsea. Yeah. And then spoiler at the end, we don't know exactly. We won't, so it's kind of left up to us. But um, I will. And then when when we said earlier, we were like Solana slash Allison because we find out that Allison used to be like a hardcore corporate lawyer corporate lawyer like she was like vicious she wanted the death blow she wanted blood yeah and she quit that that to become like more spiritualist and stuff so she could you know not have to deal with the stress of, of doing that and she changed her name and throughout all of her power suits it replaced it well, so, with athleisure wear <laughs> okay was it alice because i so her name's solana i thought her real name was elena because it was always her name rearranged I don't know. I think it was Allison, but I don't. I don't remember. Okay, it was yeah. You said Alice, but it's Allison because it's yeah. I thought it was Allison. Yeah, you just said Alice a second ago. No, I said Allison. I, I was just talking really fast, and it came out like Alice. Sorry, Allison. I think you said like the first time you said Alice, but whatever. We're going. Yes, she. Do you have to try people wrong at every turn? I don't understand. You guys, this is the pattern with him. So we had a discussion about this about a month ago, and let me just tell you that okay, I will, I will go into that. <laughs> You're, you're like, wrap it up. I'm kidding. No, I said Allison. Okay. Can you just take me for my word, please? Yes, I believe you. Can you? I trust you fully. Do you believe me? I'm going to go back and listen to the tapes. Because you questioned me like two or three times a second ago. I'm like going to go listen to the tapes. Listen to the fucking tapes. Look, we'll stop <laughs> this shit right now and I'll pull out the tape. I'll listen to the tapes. Okay? Jay, I love you. This is a safe place. Safe, <sighs> safe place. Whatever. I feel like we don't have a lot of spoilers to talk about. No, because with, with, with these types of shows, it's kind of hard. There's no real spoiler. Unless you just spoil like a joke or like a plot of one episode, because again, it's it's a week to week situational comedy, right? And I think talking about specific episodes really does kind of spoil it a little bit sometimes. Because I mean, I've, th- there were a couple of really good, like funny episodes. Like actually, you know what? I'll tell you the one I related to was the one with Jaden and Claire. Mm-hmm. I related to that a little bit, you know, that episode because it where she took over his socials. No, 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 no. When uh, she invited herself to the gay bar. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I understand like that to a point because sometimes it's kind of like this is my space and what and, and what's going to happen is like, do I want you to come along at some point? Yes. But right now, instead of me being able to have fun in my safe space, I have to spend my time trying to teach you everything about my safe space exactly and it's exhausting and so i completely i actually thought like out of out of the episodes i was like that one i relate to and i actually thought that one was kind of like had like a good like cool turn and kind of cool like not like serious but kind of like you know a good, it, it was a good conversation i was like okay I, i'm like i fully 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 get that i haven't had to deal with that because because me personally i am more open to like i want to bring people in i want to show you my world i want yeah. you to be with me i want you to see that side of me and stuff but in this in this situation it's like yeah he was like i want you to, i want you to be here i want that but sometimes i need to be me without you being here <laughs> so i got i thought that was actually a pretty good episode well and i, I wanted to ask you so Jaden, obviously he's he's on the outs of his mom and there was that episode where he kind of like talks to her and actually breaks the silence for how it was like out of five years or something and mean nah pop it up out of yeah. nowhere i love her seriously but can we talk about were they trying to make fun of Khloe Kardashian being like a momager and like probably okay I, I was like are, are they trying to put him on like the level of a Kardashian I don't, I don't here? Know, I don't know the Kardashians like that. Okay, I, nah, I'd rather not. But you know, gotcha. 
Um, I think we can leave spoiler territory. I think because there's that, not really much unless we just go through like the plot of each episode. Yeah, yeah this, this is more of a sprinkle, so the umbrellas were not needed, but it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um. So I think we should just go straight into Bo Dub. Yeah, I'm. I'm fine naming our Bay of the Week. So, I have a feeling that you and I are going to agree on this. So, I'm going to count down to three. And on, we're going to go three, two, one. And we're going to say the name of the character that we think should be Bay of the Week. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Jaden. You're welcome. So, watch or not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I think, honestly... Even though he was over the top, I feel like he was probably the most believable character. When he did his interpretive dance to describe his turmoil with Actually, his mother. Actually, that was not believable. That was not, <laughs> but it was it. hilarious. That, I forgot about that. I was like, that was like, the, that was not believable. But I I think that that uh, Michael's comedic timing was really good. I think that he he, he had levels. I, we talk about levels a lot. I he had a lot of the more real moments, I think. Like, yeah. like you said, the, the, the time where he went to the gay bar... Yeah, and had that kind of like conversation with, with Claire. Yeah, that was a. Good, I mean, he, yeah. he he had some really good. I think he was one of the really the only characters they really gave some emotional depth. Mm-hmm. If I think about it, I mean, Claire kind of maybe a Grant little bit. Grant had a little bit more. Grant had a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, Chelsea okay, Solana okay, but I really think they. I think that they really kind of figured out that Jaden's character was going to be gold, and oh, they yeah. really leaned into it. And, and they were not false. Yeah. It was gold. And he 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 was just really and and, and I know like you said the interpretive dance, I, I was like, he's the most believable character. He does that? And I'm like, I'm thinking about it, I'm like, I believe that his character would fucking do that shit. And I'm mm-hmm. okay with that. I'm okay with the with the ridiculousness of his character. Can we talk about the pottery class though? Where he tried to figure out yes, the pottery like teacher was they, gay. Do a, they do a whole ghost thing like you guys. Like he he really I could not get enough of this. So guy. good. Like Michael Rosen can, it, I, I want him to be in every single show that I see for the next three or four years. But playing that character or just I, in general? I mean, maybe that character. I don't mean, I don't want to, I don't want to pigeonhole him. Yeah. I don't want to Melissa McCarthy him. Well, true. I don't want to Kate McKinnon him. I don't want to Will Ferrell him. I just want more of him. I want to see what he can do. He, you know, and that from like the levels, like you said, he gave us from like serious to comedy to just like, Physical comedy on top of like just timing. Yeah, everything was so great. good. He's good. I mean, if if they wiped every other character off of this show except for Grant because we need him, we need him. And actually, to be fair, I would watch a show I about Grant. That, I think that Michael Rosen. I think that he's ripped under under those under those shirts. Oh, I guarantee, one hundred percent, gotta be. Um, like the downplay, like musculature of him is probably there. Um, I would just watch those two fuck around. I mean, not fuck around, but you know, like be in a TV show together. Oh, like one hundred percent. I would watch a show about his character, just like off on his own, doing his own thing in, in California. Grant and Jaden, like they spin off, <laughs> and and those two just run off together, but they're not together. They're just like friends. Um, yeah, I agree. Bay of the week. Okay, so should we? Is this a watch or not? I know what I'm going to say. Go ahead, huh? I'm going to say it's a watch. That was the wrong one. That was the one for not watch. Oh, okay. So 
the yellow one next to it is the it's a watch technical difficulties you guys i'm learning yes so the yellow one is is the applause okay Um, yeah i liked it because it was just a good after they kind of set the plot in the first two episodes Mm -hmm. it got really funny to me like the jokes you weren't expecting and and i'm i'm gonna spoil one joke but it's the one that i tell people that makes them want to watch this show it's the one where emily osmond's character is starting to go on dating apps and she's talking about all the guys who are just saying her dick pics and random things. And she's like, oh, there's a guy. He's he's actually smart. He's intellectual. He's talking to me. Da, 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 da. And then he sent a dick pic. And then another one. And then she goes, oh, but if you count that she's that he's watching Tucker Carlson in the background, then there's a third dick in the picture. Like, like the joke like that, mm-hmm. it made me giggle. But it, I don't know. It was just funny. It was a good just turn your mind off, sit for 30 minutes and have a decent little laugh because again, Jaden was hilarious. The mm. jokes were on point. Mm. It brought back that kind of sentimental sitcom feel like watching Everybody Loves Raymond or the Drew Carey show or some of the old time sitcoms. Mm. It brought that back for me. Okay. Um, I was kind of on the fence with this. Okay. And um, now that, and I think this happens to be quite a bit because I'll watch something and I'll, and I'll initially be like, uh, and then I'll we'll, we'll start talking about it, and then I'll gauge my thought because there actually were some times we were talking about. It, I was like, oh yeah, I know, whatever, blah blah blah. But I think that in this particular situation, is is this a hundred percent watch for me? No. Do the pros outweigh the cons? Yes. So I will go with a watch. And not because of Emily Osment, sorry. I I think that she could do a little bit better. I think she could play it a little straighter. Um, and it would have been more funny. Like I think she was trying to make straight funny and it came off fake, but she still did fine. But I do think the standouts really are Jaden and Grant. Um, those two characters to me is what made the show. Grant being kind of funny and stupid, but you know, with his titties out. And Jaden just for being all around a, an amazingly written and acted character. So um, I would say, you know, over the season, watch this. It's 10 episodes. It's really cute. It's like 25 minutes. Like mm-hmm. giggle a little, laugh a little, smile a little. It's the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can, I, can I mention one more thing? Because I know I mentioned this to you and I, mentioned, I meant to do it in our topics or whatever. And I just really wanted to talk about it for a quick second. Sure. Um, we'll probably do a full like conversation about say by the bell season two but you guys i have to point out and i know we said it was a watch last year mm-hmm. um season two is, is is on i think they're releasing week to week or whatever but uh if you guys haven't watched that or if you are watching that and you're behind episode five of say by the bell season two is a great episode because um josie toda who is a producer for the show mm-hmm. um is trans in real life and the show never discussed Josie Toda's character Lexi being trans at yeah. all. We just knew the actor, oh, exactly. the actress was yes. trans. And the way that they slid it into this episode and everyone knows that she is trans and no one has mentioned it at all, but everyone just knew and no one said and no one cared. And they just slid it in out of nowhere. Hmm. And it really caught me way off guard and it's like I was like, oh, this 
they're gonna have a conversation with with Jamie about it because Jamie's date. Like, I was like, who? We're all gonna have a conversation, and there was no conversation about it. It was just like, yes, she's trans. Everybody knows this, and Jamie's dating her. And it, I, I was like, thank you for that. Like, it was just it was a funny episode on top of that, but it was just really cool. I just I'm sorry, I just had to point that out. Even if you're not watching that show, watch episode five. I thought it was just really cool how they did that with with, with that character, just kind of. They were already out. There was no coming out. They were already out. That's awesome. Loved it. That was great. I didn't catch up. I haven't seen that episode yeah. yet. It was. It was so. I was just. I would think I was just so surprised. It was. It was really good. Um. All right. So, oh, you guys, this is it for the year. Thank you all for listening to season two. Twenty twenty one ends in exactly eight seconds. And twenty wait. Twenty twenty one ends in exactly eight seconds. And twenty twenty two is going to be over in three months. So <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> So since time is a construct now, <laughs> it's very much a uh, a Ouija board. Oh my God. <laughs> That's what time is. It's like, is time over here? Yes. Is time over here? No. A, B, C. <laughs> like, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> We're just moves across the board. That's where time. That's what time is doing oh right now. God. We in the multiverse, y'all. We in the multiverse are in the multiverse. Because <laughs> so I got time stone in this bitch. You're welcome. I'm bringing it back. I you love it. I love that? it. No, thank you guys. Seriously, yes, thank you for 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 listening for all these seasons for season one, season two. Please, I, I we both hope you come back for season three. Yes, we are trying to hopefully have new options again. We started a Patreon. If you want to yes. come support us to give us more options of streaming services or videos or shows that we can watch to give you a wider just patch of things to listen to. Yes, be a supportive patron. Get on the Patreon. So. Do you like that? I do. That wasn't very clever. Sorry. And as we said earlier, please stay tuned. I know this is our last full episode for the year. Mm-hmm. We are going to be releasing some hot off the binges. Just giving you a little little taste of things you should be listening to. Right. Sorry, watching during the holiday season. We got a little time. Yes, exactly. So again, thanks you guys for making this a great season two. We will talk. To, I'm not going to sit and talk to you in the new year because I don't want to play that game. But we will talk to you. On the other side, catch you on the flip side. Oh, brought that back from like the nineties. Remember that? <laughs> I remember seeing that specifically on the Bible from Power Rangers movie back in nineteen ninety five, and um, Kimberly the Pink Ranger was jumping out of a plane doing some skydiving, and she said, "Catch you on the flip side," and she jumps out. You're welcome. I forgot that's what she said. I, I, I remember the scene, but yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of when I said, "Catch you on the flip side." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And we're just gonna end it there. That that's how the season ends. Actually, catch you on the flip side. Bye guys. Bye. You've been listening to Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. Interact and give us suggestions on what to watch at watchornotpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at watchornot underscore pod. And on Instagram at watchornotpod. Huge shout out to Bradley Parsons. Thank you for creating our theme music. And subscribe and leave a review wherever you download podcasts. Don't make us come for you. 